All right, Magic Makers, here is another bonus episode. And I really feel like this is timely because we're moving into the the last half of the year. And, you know, we're almost knocking on the door of 60 days until the end of 2022. And I usually don't like to do timely uh, podcasts. I want these to be evergreen. But I feel this topic is evergreen because I see it come up over and over and over again. And also, you know, it's the time of year where my favorite is the Hallmark Christmas movies. You know, I love a good Hallmark Christmas movie. I'm addicted to them. And, you know, I pretty much, you name one, I've seen it. <laughs> so unless it came out this year. So I want to think, I want you to think about the reason why I'm bringing up Hallmark movies is because there's a formula to the Hallmark movie. And I want you to start to think about, can there be a formula to the end of the year? You know, I did a post on social media earlier um, this month and it was about Octoberitis. And it, this is the time of year that, you know, it gets a little bit more busy because we're all trying to cram in all the things we put off over the year into these next 60 days. And, you know, we've had so many ups and downs over the last few years. And this is kind of one of the full years where it's like, you know, no one's required to wear a mask. You're not required to do a lot of different things, but show up for your family. And so here's where, you know, many of us are going to be like, oh, I don't have time for my health. I don't have time for exercise. I don't have time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to call you on your bullshit. Yeah. That's me calling you on your bullshit right here, right now. I'm all up in your grill talking about your bullshit. And so I want, I mean, I don't want us to put our health on the, the, the table because I've been doing this for like 15 years and I see it all the time. Like, you know, starting probably like the, the week before Thanksgiving, gym numbers will just start to go down steadily until January. And it'd be like, oh, you know, life, it's busy, the kids, this, this work, blah, blah, blah. And I get it, right? We ha we have lives. Like life is not going to get any slower than it did when we were on lockdown. But let's just face it. Ain't no one of us want to go back to that lockdown life. So here's where I feel like if we have a good plan. And now when I say plan, I'm not look talking about this plan that only if the stars align. I'm talking about let's come up with a plan that is a formula, right? Just like a Hallmark movie. So let's let me break down what, what happens in a Hallmark movie. So guy or girl rolls in to a new town. They meet the person they're eventually going to fall in love with. There's some type of altercation, some witty repartee. Then they unite against a common en enemy. There's a miscommunication. And then they figure it out. And then they fall in love. Kiss at the end, hearts flying out of their eyes. Okay, that's the formula. Really simple. So how does this apply to life? Okay, so... Let's say you're you're the stranger. You're the handsome, beautiful stranger coming to town. Then a diet shows up and you're like, this doesn't seem right. And then you kind of fall in love. And then you're like, yeah, this could be the person. This could be the guy. It could be an old flame. It could be an old diet that you've done. This could be it. Yeah. You start, you know, looking at each other, have that almost kiss. Things are going well then something happens, right? The evil villain comes up, work, kids schedules, your schedule, life throws your wrinkle and it ain't so happy and shiny anymore. You're pissed. Then you figure something out, time goes by and happy ending, you kiss, okay? That is that's the same that's life right that is the same thing as, as, as life but it's not in a two-hour time frame so 
I get that. Like, this is the first holiday. We want to be together. We want to do all the things, you know, you know, holiday parties are probably coming back. You know, last year was kind of like, ooh, maybe small get togethers, socially distant, but we know what is going to happen in the next 60 days. Or we know, we have a, an inkling, right? You know, I know me, it's like, I have friends, we haven't been together for the last few years, but typically, you know, we would get together, um, the the friday before christmas that would that was our time we would go always go out have a couple of drinks that was our time you know my husband's christmas party was always the first saturday after thanksgiving um i'm sorry the first saturday in de december you know so there was always these like certain things that happened so i want you to start thinking about what are the certain things that happen and put that on your calendar like and you know i know this year might be a little different but maybe people are coming back with their parties but like we kind of know what's happening so if i don't know that far in advance week to week i know so that i can make a plan and start to revolve my life around what that what that is versus oh crap this party's coming up i and, and i'm screwed right i really want us to start to, to to think ahead week to week within the 24 hours what is happening but not in a like you know, I want you to have this flexible approach where you don't feel like you're so rigid because I feel what happens is so many of us get so wrapped around the axle about how it should be. And we don't give ourselves that flexibility. And when we give ourselves that flexibility, we cut ourselves some slack. We cut ourselves a break. And when we cut ourselves a slack and we give ourselves a break, then we're able to, I think, to think more clearly, right? So it's like, this event happening, how can I navigate it? How can I manage it? So the first thing I'd want you to think about for these next, you know, let's just say 60 days, right? Let's just, let's put a stake in the ground, November 1st, right? From November 1st through January 1st and beyond, hopefully this, this six week, from November 1st to January 1st, we're going to come up with what I call non-negotiables. And I've talked about these before. And trust me, like when you get these non-negotiables, you're never going to be like, I fell off the wagon because you know what your wagon is. Right. And so, you know, I had a client who, when we first started this, she's like, Kim, she's like, I just didn't focus on it this week. Well, that tells me that we didn't find a way to fit it into our schedule. And so it was that it was one, we didn't find a way to fit into our schedule or two, it wasn't realistic for you at this moment. You weren't excited about it. You just said, you know, I should do this versus like, you know what, this is what I want to do because if I'm excited about it, I'm going to figure out a way. I again had to put it in my schedule. I had to make a plan of when this was going to happen and ultimately it has to be sustainable. You know, I see all these people like, oh, I can do that for 30 days. Oh, I can do that for 75 days. But I'm always like, what happens on day 31? What happens on day 76? How do we start to ingrain this into this is what I do? And, you know, I've shared this before and, you know, I feel like repetition is uh, the key. You know, this is how we learn by doing repetition is that I started these non-negotiables because I was like, I was crazy. I was like, I had to do all the things and I was always feeling like I wasn't enough, feeling like, you know what? I could have done more, I could have done better. What I was like, okay, Kim, what is like the bare minimum? Like what could I bare minimum do on my busiest day that would still make me feel like I am honoring my health versus saying, fuck it. Cause how many of us just wanna say, fuck it? Because, you know, we have a list you know, your workout has to be a certain amount of time. Your food has to be, you know, you have to eat a certain way. I have to meal prep. 
I have to have to have to have to have to have that, right? All the things we tell ourselves, like I can't have this food. I got to eat a certain calorie point. I got to follow a certain diet. I got to follow a certain plan. If I don't follow, 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 I don't know what to do. For me, I want you to be able to say, even if I'm not following a specific plan, I got, I know the basics and everyone listening to me here for the love of God, trust that you know the basics. We all know that my meal is never going to be about ice cream, pretzels, and candy. You know that. You absolutely know that. So we know the extras that we have in our nutrition. So I don't really need a plan because that plan keeps me stuck. I really feel a plan keeps you stuck. But I, if I have a framework where I know that I'm going to be having protein, I'm going to be having vegetables, I'm going to be having a good fat, I'm going to have some fruit, that, and I'm going to sprinkle in carbs in there, and then I can have the basics so that whenever I go out and say the diet calls for blueberries and I go to a restaurant and they don't have blueberries, but they have strawberries or they have grapes or they have cantaloupe, I'm like, it's fruit. I know what to do with fruit. That's why you don't write meal plans because I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, they don't have blueberries. What do I do? What do I do? I don't want anyone to feel the panic around that. It's like, you know what? Blueberries are fruit, right? Then they have fruit. I'm going to have fruit instead. And that way we start to think out of the box versus this very like, I must have oatmeal. It must have egg whites. It must have blueberries. It must, 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 must. Where it's like, okay, they don't have, they, I'm at a place. I'm at, um, I'm visiting family. They don't have oatmeal. That's okay. I don't want to pack oatmeal. That's okay. Guess what? Maybe during that week, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to settle for having toast. I'm going to settle for having potatoes, right? Some other carbohydrate and that's okay. It's not going to derail me. It's just another choice that I can make. So here's what, where we, like, we start to plan around what's going on and where we are, what's going on. And then we started to come up with these non-negotiables. And so I started these non-negotiables because I was traveling and I didn't want to, I wanted to get out of my crazy. And I was like, what are, what are things I could do so that I don't feel crazy, but I'm not saying on this 30 day trip that I'm just saying, fuck it, bring it on the party. And it was just really like simple, easy things that I didn't feel like I needed to focus on. It was things that I could like easily remember to do in my everyday life. So it was having a big ass salad every single day. Right? Anywhere on this planet, you can get a salad, put protein on it. Everyone nowadays, you go to any restaurant, you're like, Hey, can I add chicken to that? Or can, you know, what protein can I add to that salad? And they'll rattle it off for you. Right. So that was my non-negotiable. That meant every single day I knew I was getting at least 400 grams of vegetables. Like that was like, that was important to me. Second was sleep. I know that when I don't get enough sleep, that makes me hungry. I start to crave all day long. I am a bottomless pit if I don't get at least seven hours of sleep. Lastly, I was like, we're, we, you know, we're, we're traveling around. I didn't want to be that person Googling where the gym was or taking a cab here, there, everywhere to go to the gym. And I said, three days a week, I'm going to move my body 30 minutes. Boom. That's what I did. So I want you to start to think about where can I pick up, you know, my, my non-negotiables, right? What could those be for me? And, and I say one to three, right? And be as specific as I was so that there's no wiggle room because what gets measured gets done. And I truly, I truly believe that because if I kind of make it loosey goosey, guess what? Loosey goosey don't get shit done. It's really specific, big ass salad every single day. Boom. Everyone knows what a salad is. Sleep. 
seven hours, right? Either I did sleep seven hours or I didn't sleep seven hours. It's binary. And then three, did I move my body at least 30 minutes and move my body? It could be, did I go for a walk for at least 30 minutes? Did I stretch? Some days I, I was able to get into a gym and get in a, a workout, but it was like, I did some type of movement for 30 minutes. And so think about, you know, cause it's like, we want to be able to go to these events. We want to be able to have a happy holiday season without, you know, ah, see you in January, right? Because we don't want to be the girl on the diet. You know, we don't want to be the girl who's like, at, oh, you know, telling the, the restaurant, do all the different things. Like, you know, oh, it's fine if you say, you know, hey, can you put dressing on the side? You know, great. Can you put the sauce on the side? Great. But it's like, okay, um, so cook that. No butter, no oil, no, no. Then dry vegetables. It. Who gets pumped up for dry freaking vegetables? Nobody. That's why you don't last because you're like dry vegetables suck. You know, dry meat sucks. It's just like, I'm going to go out to this restaurant and I'm going to pick my battles. I'm going to, I've got to enjoy this. I'm going to order, you know, the cleanest possible thing on the menu without telling the just chef, step aside, I'm just going to cook it myself. Like you go on break while I cook it myself. It's like, you know, if I am going to uh, a Christmas party and there's an open bar, have a plan, you know, how many drinks are you going to have? So that we, we, we go in with what I call, like we have decisions and we have choices when in everyday life. Right. So a, a, a choice is okay. I'm going to this party. It's an open bar. I'm going to have two drinks. I'm going to have one drink and then I'm going to have two glasses of water, two glasses of seltzer, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, something non-alcoholic. And then I'm going to have another drink and then I'm done. Right. It's not going to be, I'm drinking my bonus at this party. And if you decide you want to drink your bonus at the party, you've made that decision. Right. So just like I go in, this is what the decision, this is the choice that I've made. Decisions are like, you know what? I'm out and it's, this is what's happening. You know, I'm with so-and-so and this is what's happening. So it was like, we can, we have two, two options here. I can make a choice. Like, this is the choice that I want to make. I'm, it's realistic for me. I'm excited about it. And, you know, and I, and I get it. it it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard when you don't have a drink in your hand. I get it. I've been so many places where, um, when I used to compete, I didn't drink for like six months. And I remember I was at a party and this guy's like, well, you can't drink. Why can't you drink? And it was very like accusatory. And let me just tell you, it's coming from a place of them. You know, they can't ever imagine themselves not having a drink. And for me, it was like, this is my goal. And I know that this is not leading me to my goal. So that's why I don't have a drink. Also at the time, I was not that person who could have two drinks because why would you have two drinks? Right. So I knew that I, I was a very all or nothing person back then. So I knew if I had one, it would lead to why not have 20. So I want you to start to really kind of like cue in a bit. If you're only having drinks because there's this peer pressure and yeah, like we're all out of freaking high school, we're 40 year old something people. And there's still people who are like, how can you drinking, you know, shots for everybody. And be okay to be like, you know what? That's not for me. I'm good. Like I have my own things that I'm working on right now and stand in your power. Um, 
And so here's where we start to kind of change our thinking so that we can focus more on uh, being consistent and committed to where we want to go. Because so many people will say to me, Kim, I want to do this, but you know, if I don't see results in like two minutes and I was like, well, have you like run through the tape? You know, when I, uh, when I ran track, you know, my coach would be like, you have to run through the tape, right? Cause I see so many of you running the race and you trip and you're like, it's a sign. I wasn't supposed to finish the race yet. All you got to do is lace up your sneakers and get back into the race and finish. I mean, there it's your own timeline. There's no one in life saying with a stopwatch that says, Jane, you told me you were going to lose 20 pounds in two minutes. And it is now 10 minutes and 20 seconds. You suck. Weight loss is over, you know, disqualified. There's no one. I mean, if you have someone like that in your life, get them out. Like you don't need that in your life. 20 pounds is 20 pounds, no matter how quickly you get there. Because this is what I know. The way I get to my goal is the way I keep my goal. And I would rather you get to your goal in a sustainable hallmark formulatic way than to sprint to the happy ending and then try to sustain that happy ending by white knuckling depriving and then one day you just it's like the dam just burst and you're just like I can't anymore right I want you to get to a point where like I say effortless because the way I eat right now it's effortless you know I don't think about having a big ass salad it's just what I do Every single day, I have a big ass salad. My husband's been home for the last two years. He's He has a big ass salad every single day. And what makes it more satisfying for him? He adds bacon bits, right? He's like, I can have a big ass salad, but like, I just, I give him less lettuce. He's like, I can't have as much lettuce as you do. I give him less lettuce. I put bacon bits in it, happy as a clam, right? I change, you know, if you're like, oh, I can't eat the same thing over and over again. Every, every week I change what I add in. Like I get different lettuces. One week I have cabbage, cabbage. One week I have carrots. One week I have broccoli slaw. Some weeks I add in alfalfa sprouts. Some week I take them out. I add in cucumbers. I take out cucumbers. I add in feta cheese. I add in goat cheese. I add in blue cheese. But I have like different elements of my salad so that every week it looks a little different. It tastes a little bit different, but I still get in my 400 grams of vegetables, right? So it's like if you... And I know some of you are like, I can eat the same damn thing every week, week in, week in and week out. Rock on with your bad self. That's not me. I need to have a little bit of something. You know, my breakfast, even my breakfast, I have a shake in the morning. But like one week it's blueberries. One week I add peanut butter to it. One week I'm adding MCT oil to it. Um, one week I'm adding cauliflower to it. One week I'm adding carrots to it. One week I'm adding green powder to it right so it's always a little bit different because that's me like I need a little bit of different of a taste profile or I get bored so it's like really tuning in with yourself as to like do you get bored you know how hungry are you how's your energy how's your craving because that's going to tell you if what you're doing is working right those are the three basics hungry energy craving if, if I'm hungry I am not eating enough or I'm waiting too long to eat if I have low energy I gotta figure out what it is that I'm eating I got to figure out also my sleep. If I'm cravings, I got to figure out one, I'm not eating enough, or maybe what I'm eating, the foods that I'm eating are triggering me to crave more. All right. And then the, the only, you know, I want you to start to think about how can I start to make this feel effortless? Because I'm going to be brutally honest with you. It can 
like weight loss can feel effortless, right? And you're going to see, you know, starting now, you're going to start to see people talk about, oh, um, you know, during the holidays, everyone gains five to seven pounds, blah, 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 blah. Well, this, you don't typically gain five to seven pounds during, um, you don't gain five to seven pounds during the holidays. What happens is you might put on a pound, maybe a pound and a half this year. Then maybe next year you put on a pound, pound and a half. Then maybe the next year you put a pound, pound and a half. And then eventually you step on the scale. You're like, I put on five pounds where it was a slow drip to five pounds. Unless, you know, you were just sitting around just being a swath and you were just like eating gallons of ice cream and ho-hos. <laughs> so it's a slow build to that five pounds. It's like, it's just when we hit that five pounds, that seven pounds, that's when we notice. And that's when we're like, whoa, oh my God. So here's where I'm trying to have you kind of scale back and create that formula, right? So it's like, you are the person who comes to town. The foe is finding your non-negotiables. What are your non-negotiables? Then we get to life, right? You know, we get to that, that, that enemy, that common enemy, life, schedules, kids, family obligations, right? How are we going to navigate around that? So how can we create these non-negotiables that feel really easy, like challenging, but doable, right? How do we figure out the challenging, but doable so that we don't get to the part where there is this misunderstanding, but if there is a misunderstanding, if there is a part where you're like, oh, this, this got a little hard for me, we can start to look at what the roadblocks are because I want you to think about many of us face the same roadblocks over and over and over again. So if that roadblock pops up, start to think about how can I have this, uh, you know, if then, right? If my boss tells me that I need to work and I was planning to go to spin class that night, can I go the next day? Can I go on the weekend, right? Where can I fit this in if my original plan doesn't work out, you know? That's where I want you to start to think about these if-then scenarios so that we can have that happy hallmark ending. And, you know, pick one of three non-negotiables, something that you're already not doing, right? If you're already going to the gym on a regular, like right now, my non-negotiables, if you said, Kim, what are your non-negotiables? I would say, you know, I need to pick something else because this is what I do. It is now, it's just what I do. I will work out three days a week. Usually it's five days a week. I will always have that salad and I'll always get seven hours of sleep. So now it's like, Kim, what else can I add on top of that? So if I'm already going to the gym on a regular basis, that's not a non-negotiable. You already make it happen. But if you find yourself, you do normally go to the gym, but you also find yourself easily like, yeah, I'll push it off um, and not hit all the days that you want to go to the gym, then keep it in. But if, you know, this is hitting on the spots and you were like, I, you know, let's, you want to have a deeper conversation with me, reach out to me and I can definitely help you figure out what your um, non-negotiables are. Because once you get the non-negotiables, you don't always have to worry about like, how do I get back on track? How do I become on point? Because I already have my non-negotiables. All right. This went a little bit longer than I wanted it to, but I really wanted you to get to that point that don't blow off the rest of this year. Like come up with these three things. Like what are the three challenging but doable things I can do so I can have my hallmark ending? All right, you need support. Do me a favor, reach out to me. You can find me, hello at Kim Barnes Jefferson, or you can also find me on the on the socials, uh, Kim Jefferson Coach, Facebook, as well as on Instagram. All right, ladies, enjoy the rest of your day.